Will I watch the World Cup game while we podcast? Um, Definitely. Probably not. Probably shouldn't, but like, you know, maybe. I think as the executive producer of the show, I think. You think um, that's a bad idea? I I think you should. You think I can't multitask? I I mean, the fact we don't don't have the stands today, so I have to hold my microphone. No, no, that that was strategic. What? So that I can't watch the game? Yeah. Because I know know you're really fucking with soccer right now. Oh, dude, I'm big, big, big soccer guy. I almost went to Qatar. (laughs) I almost just booked my flight. Just to get to soak it all in. I know. Well, luckily you were so busy at the studio that you couldn't. I couldn't make. You couldn't it. afford to. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't afford to do that. So. Oh, I could afford to do it, Kevin. Oh, um. make yeah, make no mistake. <laughs> I, I was make, not talking about the uh, monetary uh-huh. affordance. Yeah. I was talking about the uh, time. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to start to build that into my my brand, my character. I'm I'm just you know so wealthy. Yeah, penthouse. I, yeah, penthouse Alex. You know that's that's me. You know. I can see it. Live in the one percenter lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. Nothing, nothing I can't afford. Yeah, that's no, nothing's more relatable than that. No, I know. That's what I'm. I'm. That's that's why I'm leaning in. Yeah, because I think I'm starting to develop this um, persona in the studio, and I have nothing really to do with it. Yeah, it's it's sort of a a running joke, mm-hmm. and so now I feel like um, cornered <laughs> here. <laughs> So my only way out is to lean in. Yeah, we 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 backed him into a corner. Yep, exactly. It, it all started when he got that COVID deal on the penthouse suite. <laughs> it's true. Uh, the and, penthouse. and to his credit, there's like several penthouses in the building. Right. Uh, there are three floors of penthouses, <laughs> yeah. so it's uh, it's it's not technically the penthouse as much as it is a penthouse. They just branded it penthouse. They did. I mean, listen, if you walk in, you'll see some pretty sexy views out of my windows. So mm-hmm. you'll you you'll feel it. You know. Um, not you know just just to let let the people know out there that it's yeah it may not be the penthouse but it's got penthouse vibes yeah it's a penthouse it's a penthouse um i think my favorite part of living in a penthouse um this is the type of content people are here for is my elevator when it dings on my floor it says penthouse <laughs> and that's so sick and then every day i'm just like yeah that's me. <laughs> That's the sickest shit I've ever That's heard me. in my life. Yeah. And then the other thought that I have is graphic design, baby. You know? I'm a graphic <laughs> fucking designer living in a penthouse. You know? Fuck you to my uh, middle school guidance counselor that was like, oh, I don't know. The art is a career. Really? So like, yeah. Fuck you. I said that in to a you? penthouse now. Damn. Yeah. Take that. I think my middle school guidance counselors were steering me towards military service. <laughs> You will you buzz your head, so they, uh, you know, they, they. I didn't look like this back then. You look like you read. I guess for, maybe I did actually. I don't know. Yeah, for those watching at home, Kevin has a shaved head now. He shaved Buzz. off his luscious locks. Yeah, I told my mom over Thanksgiving. Yeah, was she pretty? She said she was like, oh, you know, and she said the same thing that I think she said to you when we met, or when you guys, uh, when she was on the pod, which was like, women out there would mm-hmm. kill to have your kind of color and uh, you know texture. So. To just disregard that. Oh, dis- oh my God. Yeah. Is, It'll is grow back. It's just hair. She didn't say all that. She just said, you know. Goal. What's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, I'm good. You know, we're just. Uh... USA. USA. <laughs> USA. Stop, bro. It's cringe to root for the USA. You bring up a good point, but it is the most important day in the history of American soccer. 
the day that we beat Iran and move on to the next round. I don't think we're beating them. I got five smackaroos (laughs) on on us losing. Damn, bro. Why'd you fucking empty out the bag on this one game? Plus money, Alex. I never never bet any minus numbers. Never bet against America. I I honestly thought that America would be plus numbers. I thought they'd be underdogs, but... No, we're they were, favorites. They, they were favored kind of heavily. Dude, yeah. we're fucking good. We're going to win this thing. Uh, I hope not. Well, I'm going to try not to watch the World Cup and pot at the same time because I don't think that's what um, people <laughs> that's are looking good. for here. That's good, Alex. But um, World Cup fever has... I, I've caught it. Yeah. Last week, I think I mentioned not even considering it or caring about it whatsoever. Yeah, you, you didn't even know it was happening. I barely knew I think it was I broke, coming. I think I broke the story. <laughs> it did. And now, here I am just one week later, ready, you know, fully face-painted American uh, flag colors uh, with a with a flag draped over my shoulders, yeah. screaming, USA, USA. It's a good look. Yeah, I look like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, almost booked the flight to Qatar. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, unfortunately couldn't uh, couldn't pull that one off, but I'm excited. You know, this is a big day for big, for, big day for all of us. Yeah. You know, sort for of, all of us global football fans, for all of us football fans that have been, you know, rooting on and cheering for this squad for a total of seven days. Yeah. They, yeah. They look not so great. Yeah. I watched that uh, 94 minute tie and was it thrilling? No, but um. There was tension. It's about the details, Alex. Yeah, there was tension. There were moments where they almost scored, and uh, that would have been crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, people were saying it was the biggest uh, tie in you know the history of uh, American soccer. Well, you know what they say: uh, yeah. almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So. Dude, I had a teacher that said that. Really? Yeah, <laughs> it was it Big yeah. Johnson. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was Mister Totally, my gym teacher. He also said, "Oh, I thought you said you had a shirt." Oh no, I did have many Big yeah. Johnson shirts, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've talked about this on the podcast. I, I could see that being on a Big Johnson shirt. Mm-hmm. Big Johnson classic, mm-hmm. uh, classic T-shirt for uh, thirteen and fourteen-year-old boys to wear. For Are sure. they back? I think they're back. Uh, yeah. I was recently on the Big Johnson website sending it to a buddy of mine, saying, "How the <laughs> fuck did we wear these as kids, and how problematic and awful are they?" They've started to blend into, you're never going to believe this, but um, some of the America First crowd, uh, um, you know, sort of mm. uh, anti uh, or pro free speech, the, the you fo- know. The football heads yeah, who are not- rooting for the, the U.S. national team of the World Cup. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about those nationalists. I'm talking about other nationalists. Oh, uh, shit. People that uh, maybe have uh, uh, radical uh, problematic views. You're never going to believe it, but Big Johnson, uh, the uh, sort of overlap of their community and the, that community, there's there's a middle ground. Potentially. Damn. Sounds like we need a documentary on that. We do. I watched the um, sort of uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, the part about Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know she was one of the most important Redditors of all time? No. She was a moderator on like r slash world news and really? a bunch of like the, yeah, the highest trafficked um, yeah. Reddit. Uh, Reddit threads. No way. This is why I didn't want to bring her up because I knew Kevin. This was like a. Yeah, you know, I got facts. You, you I got, got facts on TikTok. On facts and facts. Um, Kevin, speaking of the World Cup, uh, Budweiser is going to give the world winning country just a fuck ton of beer. So apparently, they, AB and Bev, paid $75 million for the FIFA sponsorship. Um, obviously, this is probably a deal negotiated years ago, mm-hmm. and then leading up into to to the matches, um, to the to the hoopla. Um, Qatar announced that that eight stadiums, uh, I don't know how many stadiums there are, but that feels like most of them couldn't sell alcoholic Budweiser, leaving fans with only one option, which was non-alcoholic Bud Zero. 
So I imagine if you're the spot, you paid $75 million to be the sponsor here. That's not great, but big time opportunity for Bud Zero. Yeah. Silver lining, Bud Zero. Silver lining, Bud Zero is something that I'm going to Google right now because I don't know if I've ever seen it. Um, is it the white one or the black one? Oh, I think it it's is. white. It's white. It's kind of sick looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an all white Budweiser packaging with just like silver like lettering. I think okay. JKR did this. It honestly looks cool as hell. I mean, it has no alcohol, um, but it fucking looks dope. Like it's, it's, it's an amazing package design. Hey, as long as it looks cool. Yeah. That's the key to success. It, yeah. But apparently, yeah, you can't drink, um, uh, three hours before the match and then one hour after. So that's pretty shitty. And so Budweiser tweeted, well, this is awkward. Yeah, just right after. Right they after. They just that let that announced. one loose and immediately deleted it. Oh, really? They deleted <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Like pretty much like immediately. Well, it makes sense. I mean, that's a great tweet though. Yeah, you, like you don't want to you don't want to fuck with Qatar. <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't want to go at a war. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to start something you can't finish. Well, so they came up with a new plan, I guess, after they took that down. And so they have a new tweet that says new day, new tweet. <laughs> Acknowledging the old tweet, we'll winning country cap. gets the buds who will get them, and then a giant picture of a warehouse full of Budweiser. Yeah, so very cool move, right? Yeah, awesome move on their part. Yeah, so you're turning a negative into a positive. The winning winning country. So I guess the entire country gets the Budweiser. Like, what are they going to do? I don't just know. Drop I, don't, it off? I don't think they have logistics planned. They just um, were like, good idea. Let's do it. Yeah, let's just ship it. Yeah. So Ecuador fans were chanting. Well, this we, is so. Th- this is before the, the Ecuador fans. Sorry, this is before the Budweiser um, tweeted that. Oh. The, the Ecuador fans were in the stands, I think, on the first game when they were playing Qatar. Um, um, they were chanting in the stands, Kiermos Cerveza, Cerveza, which is, you know, translate to we, we want, want beer. beer. God. Um, so and it was, it, was a, it was a sick moment. They, they had banned the beer like probably hours before mm-hmm. the first match. Yeah. So a little bait and switch. Now people can't drink beer. You have to go, you have to go like take a shuttle somewhere. To, yeah have some beers and you know do your thing and then you got to take a shuttle back and cool sounds like kind of a nightmare but you know new favorite team ecuador um you know, <laughs> shout out to them that's a that's yeah. a boss move well if i've read or heard anything correctly it sounds like this qatar world cup is going off without a hitch yeah. it sounds like it's something that's well organized well operated and certainly um nothing seems to be gone wrong yeah, certainly no human rights violations nope none at all i highly recommend people watch the uh John Oliver last week tonight section on World Cup. Very, very, very funny. Sorry, funny, but also horrific. Like absolutely horrific. Yeah. And stuff I didn't know a lot about. And so big news to me. Yeah, sure. it's pretty fucked up. Um, so yeah, I don't but, think we need to. No, we don't need to cover it. But if you are interested in like learning about sort of why, I mean, FIFA has been corrupt for years, but like the working conditions of the migrants who built those stadiums it is some of the most horrific, awful things. And honestly, shocking that that is even somewhat uh could happen in this time that we yeah in. so um yeah like alex said if you want to learn something uh don't. stop listening to this podcast <laughs> turn off the podcast go to john <laughs> oliver last week tonight on hbo max yeah the uh, it's on youtube the uh oh that's yeah. probably the segments on youtube oh yeah so turn us off and put on youtube um good call kevin uh kevin uh birkenstocks worn by steve jobs during Quote, pivotal moments in Apple's history sell at an auction for $218,000. Question for you, Kevin. What are you going to do with the Birkenstocks? Oof. I don't know. That's my question is how do you display them? Yeah. A, how do you display them? Yep. B, 
why are they selling his old Birkenstocks? Like, what are they? Are they selling all of his old things? Like, hmm. what? It, what's going on here? Did somebody snag them? I I just need some more background on like how these Birkenstocks got to be for sale. I just don't understand. Yeah, the question that I have is like, what are the pivotal moments in Apple's history that he was wearing them. these Birkenstocks for? They look pretty beat up, so that's like one of the things that um you can you can clearly tell that someone's been wearing these for years as someone who has worn Birkenstocks um <clears throat> through through years of my childhood and mm-hmm. um you can see like there's some real um, sort of the edges are, are, are kind of curling. And so oh, yeah. you can really see the the foot is really um, made. Birkenstocks mold to your feet over time. Mm-hmm. So um, this is not just a pair of Birkenstocks that are worn for yeah. uh, just a couple of months. They were worn for years. And um, hopefully during like, you know, when he came up with the idea for the iPhone or he came up with the idea for the iPad or the iPod or yeah. um, the MacBook Pro um, uh, sort of uh, with uh, an M2 chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to look at the tape of the keynotes and see uh, yeah. if, he, if he had been wearing those at any of the no. particularly important ones. Historically, he wore his New Balance 990s at ah, his uh, sort of keynote. Damn. So, I mean, are those next? Can he buy uh, keynote I think uh, you would edition? Be, you'd totally be interested in that. I mean, to be honest, it would be a total flex to have these in a case in your home and just like showing people what around. Them? And I be don't like, so. oh, these are Steve Jobs' Birkins. Oh, what do you mean? A hundred percent. Be like, it's such a weird collectible. And people collect crazy weird no, things. Yeah. So I mean, people are weird. Yeah, but they they two hundred eighteen thousand seems like a lot, but like in some ways, I don't know. I feel like collectors, uh, you know, may may you may may be able to turn those into a fucking uh, half billy. You know, I guess you, I don't know. What do you wake up? You wake up every morning and you smell those smell those Johns, huh? <laughs> yeah, you just. Uh, you you know they smell crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Steve Jobs is known as a man that clearly is all natural. He uh, d- he definitely wore like natural deodorants. Oh, definitely, he definitely didn't wear deodorant. He definitely did not wear deodorant. He, he when he got cancer, he tried to beat it like homeopathically, which is unfortunate because he's no longer with us because yeah. of that. So um, unfortunately, Steve Jobs is no longer with us. Um, R.I.P. Um, to to an icon, a legend, and. I mean, you know, for super fans like myself, like to be honest, like I do think this is pretty cool. But I just I want to know what those pivotal moments in history were that he and how you how you can possibly prove that to be true or how you can certify the fact that a like, certificate of authenticity. Yeah, I want to know that these were actually I I need pictures of him in his office wearing these. You while just want also, pictures of his feet. Yeah, I just want I want to know more. But uh, shout out to Steve, uh, gone too soon. Yeah, I guess shout out to whoever spent that money on him. So yeah, that seems like too much for I'd like to know more about that person seems too as a vintage reseller uh, Mm -hmm. that seems way too much to pay for used Burks I don't know it seems reasonable to me Kevin um, 30,000 people a month are searching for KN car ever since Kia introduced its new branding uh, just about two years ago so um, I think most designers here that listen to the pod are probably familiar with this logo because it was a big story um it feels like it happened 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but I looked it up because uh, I do research for the show. It happened in January 2021 where they introduced, or at least that's when it started to be circulated, this new logo. Um, so just two years. And I remember there was a, definitely some criticism of this logo. I personally think it's pretty sick, like mm-hmm. uh, professional opinion. Uh, I like it. And um, I think people at the time were a little... Yeah, I think I think it broke some people's brains a little bit, like trying to like dissect it or appreciate yeah. it or what 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 do we make of this? I think it definitely feels like 
Um, definitely feels more modern than the original Kia logo. It definitely has a bit of a sort of sports car-y, sort of futuristic gaming vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I remember the criticism back then being was like, it does kind of look more like a K and a backwards N than a K-I-A. But they've been running with it. And uh, apparently it took two years to figure out or until the story came out that 30,000 searches a month People were looking for KN car instead of Kia. Yeah, the, uh, here's a quick solution for them. Just yeah. just buy the SEO for KN cars. Yeah, there you go. And that's Boom. probably many more people. That um, there's probably a lot more people who are searching KN cars now than there were, uh, you know, three years ago searching Kia cars. That's just that's just facts. Well, Kevin, guess what? I did some. Some I told oh, you. I did, no way. I did, I did some research, Kevin. I actually went digging. I didn't just click the one link that you put here for me. I actually started doing some searches because I had some questions, which is how many searches does Kia car get a month? Because yeah, 30,000 searches a month feels like a lot, but how many people search for Kia car? How many people search for cars in general a month? And Kia itself gets 1.8 million searches a month. Jeez. So 30K is not insignificant, but it's still a bit of a drop in the fucking bucket. So I don't necessarily know if this is a huge fucking problem. It does sound like a big number, but like, I don't know. Is that really so bad? Like if people are searching KN car and then they somehow find their way to Kia, to your point, like maybe just like own the SEO and you like go for it. Like, yeah, maybe you turn this into realize how dumb you are. For not being able to read it. And then yeah. you're like, oh, that's Kia. It's yeah. a Kia, you know? Yeah. Maybe this is a good thing. And then one thing I need to say also, last on the topic, I, I, I saw on Brand New, Commenter, who kind of took the KN logo, mm-hmm. and they kind of made the capital I a lowercase i, and it didn't completely ruin the design, mm-hmm. and it made it significantly more legible as a KIA. I could see that. And so I typically hate those like, I made an alteration to this design with no context whatsoever. Here, look at my design in brand new. Um, Because I think that's like, again, you didn't work on the client. You have no idea what the project was. You have no idea what the conversations were, whatever. And you just, you know, sort of lazily put together a half hack to get (laughs) a design. But I did see one that kind of stood out to me and I was like, hmm, that does look a little bit more legible. So shrug emoji, if Ikea is going to address this, there is, I did see a solution that kind of fixed the problem, but yeah, I don't think just, they're going to, I don't think they're going to. So no, I don't I, think, I, I, don't, I don't think they give a shit. I think you stand by this shit. Yeah, no, you stand by it. And I don't know. It, is it the worst thing to not immediately realize that their cars are Ikea, you know, just based on the brand equity associated with the brand going into the rebrand. You know, it's like, I don't really think people looked at Kia and were like, oh, damn, that's like a cool car. They probably said, oh, this is like an economical option for me that, you know, hits checks yeah. a lot of boxes. But nobody's like, oh, yeah, this Kia's got swag. Yeah, yeah. And then now they kind of got some swag. I kind of think the the upgrade to the branding makes the Kia feel much more uh, valuable to me. And it also brand. set the tone for like, Kind of, they pivoted their the shape of their automobiles and yeah, worked on that and did approach it from like a transportation design standpoint. I'm gonna say something bold here on the podcast, Kevin. Do it. You ready? Hit the bold. Yeah. Hit the bold. Uh, you know, state bold statement alert. Hot take alert. Legibility overrated. 
Damn. Whew. Drop the mic. Moving on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're, we're stopping it there. Yeah. Um. Kevin, holiday season is here. I got my Christmas tree yesterday. Um. So that's the official start of Christmas or the holiday season. Now that I have a Christmas tree in my home, and so. Uh, the going rate of a Christmas tree in Greenpoint is uh, $8 million, apparently. They keep going up every year. Oh, it's and, no problem for a rich guy like you. I mean, listen, when, you're, when you have, need to get a 20-foot Christmas tree because your, your apartment is so big, <laughs> you, you, know, you have to pay top dollar for it, and you live in Greenpoint. So um, apparently, there's more money in Williamsburg. That's, that's what the guy told me. He's like, <laughs> yeah, do you think this is expensive? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's $100 more in Williamsburg. It's like, what the fuck? You Canadians coming to fucking Brooklyn and just charging whatever you want based on the fucking area code? of where we're fucking uh, selling Christmas trees. They're smart. That's good business. Um, so we have a couple holiday stories. We're going to try to fly through them. Uh, we'll be doing these stories every week. Yeah, these are just some of the ones that backed up, the ones that uh, mm-hmm. you know, came a little early this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little early for these stories, but like... Um, well, the, a little early go. when these stories drop. These mm-hmm. are We're talking about like last week, two weeks ago. Sure. I mean, listen. Pre-Thanksgiving stories. They're all news stories. So first one is from Miller Lite, kicking off holiday season in style with the return of festive knitwear. I think a lot of these brands do like holiday merch collections, and then they need like a way to like get people um, to notice or pay attention. Last year, if you uh, remember, if you're a listener to the pod, remember we talked about beernaments, which was a ornament that you could drink out of. And so we we both thought that that was a pretty cool idea. Apparently, you needed like a custom beer to fit in it, so that was a little weird. But they are back this year with a new idea, which is the Christmas tree keg stand. Uh, quickly to describe what this looks like, it is a keg that sits underneath your tree, but it's housed in sort of what looks like a box. Ooh, it looks like a present, but it's actually just like a box-shaped stand. And so basically, you um, put your tree on top of it, and a whole keg could kind of fit underneath it. And then you kind of like, I guess I assume there's like a little bit of a hole at the top there. It's got to be a hole. And then you can kind of put your you know, your tap or you know, sort of your hose, if you will, to come out of the box. And so what looks like just a, a, a tree on a Miller Lite giant box um, is actually a keg making dispensing easy for the holidays. So, Kevin, what do you think? Um, I mean, I, who's, who's, who's going to use this, um, for one? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, I don't hate this idea. Obviously it's like, it's a stunt. Like, I think we can yeah. call this what it is. It's like, it, it, no, I don't know if anyone's going to buy this. I don't even know if it's, it's, it's being sold, but like, I definitely think it's creative. Like, yeah. It's a good idea. It's a good like photo shoot that they did to like visualize a, this idea and it's creative. Like, it's a fun idea. As someone who is in a fraternity in college, um, I have some experience here and I have some challenges, some issues, just like the Beerneman from last year. Yeah, I have some yeah. issues with the logistics and the uh, sort of operations. Yeah, go off. So, first and foremost, keg beer notoriously gets really warm because it's just a fuck ton of beer. Yeah. Right. So, no matter how cold it is, once it's outside of a fridge, it, 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 it the second it's, it's there, it starts getting warmer by the mm-hmm. second right yeah. so in order to kind of keep this keg cold you're going to need a bucket of ice you're so going to need a big ass bucket you're going to need a big ass bucket so not only do you need to fit a keg in this box you have to fit a fucking ice bucket inside of this box so this box is going to be fucking huge mm-hmm. and then so you need to put a tree on top of a giant ass box so i don't know how big you know people's living rooms are but you're talking about putting a tree on top of a at least a two foot box here that's like yeah. two foot wide and two foot high and then on top of that, like, 
you know, you need this ice bucket bucket in there to keep it cold. How long is ice going to stay uh, cold in in the winter time? In I would imagine a heated room, and then on top, then the ice is going to melt, and then the bucket is going to get wet. And what are you going to put this on carpet? And so we got a lot of problems. It's here, a logistical Ken. nightmare. Yeah. Oof. So I think just like the beer ornaments, it's a strong idea, mm-hmm. but I think the execution is where we fall just a bit short here. Yeah. And the question is, does that matter at all? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe this isn't made for a New York apartment. Maybe it's for it's fair. You know, a suburban McMansion with unlimited space in the living room where you can put a yeah. two foot by two foot box. Yeah. No, it's a good question. I mean, I think they're saying it's it's a functional tree stand that snugly houses a quarter barrel keg. So I guess they're saying this is a smaller keg than you know uh, than a normal keg. Yeah. So I don't know. I got problems with this idea, and I think this is. And like, then you also need like a really small tree. Yeah, you need a small tree to go on top of this big ass box, and I, I don't know. I think I, last year the beer ornaments we got super excited, right? Mm-hmm. We were like, "Oh, this is brilliant! This is amazing!" And then we read more about it, and the logistics were kind of like. You know, you need a special beer, and it like pulls apart, and you have to like. It was basically like a large koozie for a yes, yeah. It was a a plastic special sized can that they had produced. So I'm not falling for the shit again. That's what I'm saying. And so fool me once, uh, Miller Lite, not gonna happen again. Too smart for this. So beer ornaments were a great idea, bad probably execution. Same thing here, maybe worse. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Things don't need to be real. They could just be an internet story. I think that's maybe better than producing more needless products. So that you know, if we want to take a silver lining from this, I think that could be that. Yeah, I think you're right there, Kevin. Kevin, the story comes in the die line. The idea is ranch on a branch. So Hidden Valley Ranch is entering a uh, new concept into the uh, flavorful tradition of the holiday season with a limited edition box set that has a stuffed animal ranch bottle called Ranchy. And apparently this is sort of a toy like Elf on a Shelf, but mm-hmm. for ranch, Ranchy, Ranch on a Branch. And as part of this sort of a sort of holiday ranch giveaway, um, not giveaway, sort of uh, celebration, they have like a whole collection of merch and a whole collection of like things that they are sort of uh yeah, selling. They got a storybook. They got a story. They got, they got, they got fucking blankets. They got hoodies they got customized bottles and i gotta say kevin i I'm, i'll be on i've been on the record a few times on this topic yeah you hate ranch i'm not a big ranch guy i'm a blue cheese guy that's alex just, doesn't like to ranch it up no i mean ranch is fine listen i'm not yeah. a, i'm not a hater ranch is fine there's a time and fl- place for it specifically i think french fries are the best place for ranch sure. that's just me yeah but definitely don't put it on pizza don't, fuck out of here um but there are a lot of people that make ranch their personality mm-hmm. ranch is like you know, especially Hidden Valley Ranch. You yeah. see those videos of people just like chugging it, putting it on everything. And for those people, there's some pretty decent merchandise. Like I do think that this is a good idea and a good gift. Yeah, for, you got to give the people what they want. Yeah, I think if you're one, if you're married to one of those people, or your friend is one of those people that's like obsessed with ranch. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. What? Uh, oh. if you're if you're going <laughs> through that, <laughs> if your significant other is like a ranch head. Yeah, but I think this hoodie and this sweatshirt and like it just. It's tastefully done. I think it's actually pretty well designed. They have some like this. They have a pretty cool sweatshirt that just says ranch and like a nice forest green um, <clears throat> uh, sort of uh, sweatshirt. Um, they have some sort of lounge sets that are tie dyed with like an embroidery ranch bottle. So I think this is fairly tastefully done. And then I guess the star here is ranchy and this idea of ranch on a branch, which 
I guess it's a holiday tradition, right? Yeah, it's just, like Elf on the Shelf, and you. What do you do? You just kind of put them around you, the house. You, I think the idea is that the elf is watching the children and reporting what their behavior to Santa, and uh, if mm. they're good, they'll get reported. You know, it's that, it's basically just a method to keep kids in line before the holidays. Wow, what what a beautiful story! Um, so apparently, there's a book. And it looks pretty well illustrated. And yeah, so you get like this book. It's a limited edition collectible set, box set. It's time for a new tradition, ranch on a branch. So for, um, you know, your loved ones that love uh, ranch dressing, $30 comes with a, sort of a, a plush doll and a book, um, 14 pages long. And Wow, uh, that's a lot of pages. Yeah, they're donating $30,000 to Feeding America to provide $300,000 300,000 meals to people in need this holiday season. So, at least a, you know, some of it's going to go to a good cause. So, sure, good for them. Good for them. Good idea, Kevin. Do we we don't have a ranking system or a system, right, for for any of this kind of stuff. We don't No, nah, we don't we for, I forgot. Yeah, it's a real shame, but Shit. Um, I'm here for this. I'm here um I, so um You like you want you like ranchy? Uh, coal, coal for Miller Lite, um, sort of, uh, what do you, what? No coal for a ranch. I like, I like, ranch. I like this idea. Um, oh, and, we said naughty or nice last year. Oh, that's nice for me. Um, but why a branch? It's just because it rhymes with ranch. Yeah. It's like elf on the shelf, ranch on the branch. They got to sit on something. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta be somewhere. Got it. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't really know. Is the, is the ranch supposed to report on your condiment habits or like yeah. your ranch usage? I don't really get it, but, uh, ranch it up, bro, tendo. You would. Um, Kevin, uh, Mike Tyson and Vander Holyfield are here to bring you Holy Ears. So, Kevin, we talked about this on pod, I think. Yeah, this is the last year year thing. thing. And so, basically, Mike Tyson has a cannabis company called Tyson. And then he's introducing an ear that had a bite out of it to sort of mimic. It's a gummy. It's a weed gummy. And so, it infamously sort of mimics uh, the the Holyfield's ear that he bit. Yeah. And uh, apparently, this has... THC and Delta 8. Yeah. The story here is that Evander Holyfields is now a part of this project, and he was not last year. Got it. So the only difference between this and last year is that, yeah. So Also, I think these are these are Delta 8, so it'd be mass market. So you can legally sell these like on, on the internet and mm-hmm. in stores and shit. So it has a little bit more reach for the masses this holiday season. It's a good boxing pun there. It's got more reach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had the same take last year, and I'm going to have the same take this year. Um, why do they already have the bite taken out of it? It should just be an ear. That's true. That you bite a hole out of, like Tyson did to Holyfield, mm-hmm. not a ear that already has the bite taken out of it. Come on. What are we doing here? I know. I guess they didn't hear our pod last year. I guess they didn't hear. I do think it's nice that Tyson, Mike Tyson is letting Evander Holyfield make some money off of this mm-hmm. and apparently uh, not just uh, taking all the claim and all the sort of uh, the the iconic uh, moment money for himself. Yeah, I think they're also, the story here also is uh, not only are they partnering on this particular collaboration, but uh, Mike Tyson's going to help Evander Holyfield launch his own cannabis brand. Great. That sounds wonderful. Do, do people care about Mike Tyson like that? Are they like, going to support Mike Tyson? So I know brand? we talk shit on celebrity brands all the time, yeah. but I will say that um, there are some good celebrity weed brands. Um, okay. I think people who get into weed and make a brand oftentimes are connoisseurs or extremely passionate about it. And, Mike Tyson is a very passionate individual about weed. I'm pretty sure there's some really nice quotes um, hmm. that he said about this particular project. But 
he makes he, said if he, he was, makes some fucking good weed. I think if he said I was if I was high, I wouldn't have bitten his ear. Yeah, which is like you were in a boxing match. If you were high, that would have been very bizarre. He some people are like that though. Some people are able to function on an elevated plane when they <laughs> consume this. Yeah, probably what to them is medicine. Yeah, I'll also just say this. I think the uh, the packaging of all this is pretty pretty bad. And for whatever reason, Tyson, right? I think of Tyson Chicken before I think of Mike Tyson. So I think we have a bit of a problem there from a branding perspective. That's just me. Listen, you know, again, like uh, love Mike Tyson. Shout out to him. Go get that weed money. Um, you know, diversify the brand. But I, I, I mean let people take a bite out of the ear. They should sell the ears and not with a bite taken out of it. But I would agree on that. Um, but mm-hmm. quite frankly, I don't really care. Uh, just give me, give me some of these ear edibles. So, uh, yeah, I'll, them I'll take them down. Uh, last story, Kevin, uh, we're going to save Newman's dressing to next week. Cause I think that's a, that's a big, that's not a holiday story. And that's a big one. I think we got to talk about, uh, Newman. Yeah, sure. Um, but we'll save that one for next week. And the last story is that Philadelphia Cream Chase dropped a handbag made of cheesecake. So this also comes from the dial line. Philadelphia Cream Chase uh, announces the drop of the first ever Philly handbag, providing shoppers everything they need to bake the it gift of the season, a fashionable designer handbag made of none other than delicious cheesecake. Handbag is meant to open people's eyes to the wonders of cheesecake, bringing creativity and inspiration to the 46 million slices of Philly cheesecake enjoyed each holiday season. Listen, I love cheesecake, um, and I think a lot of people out there love cheesecake. Yeah. Do we need this visibility for cheesecake, though? <laughs> do we? Is this not something we already know? Yeah. And do they need to be hopping on this trend of everything is cake mm-hmm. yeah um, i much prefer um i don't know if you saw any of the sunday night football game this week but it was packers versus eagles and it was in philadelphia mm-hmm. and the green bay packers have a like cheddar cheese head that they wear of course classic. um you know because the dairy land wisconsin yep. yep cheese heads yep Iconic. Um, and so the Philadelphia Eagles fans, some of them flipped them and had blocks of Philadelphia cream cheese oh, on their heads. That is and fucking, it, it fucking ruled. That fucking. So is, I'm more here for that. That's um, iconic. Yeah, I love that. And I think that probably does more brand play for for them than like making a bag out of cheesecake does. Even though this bag does actually kind of look cool and it seems like an impressive thing to make. Yeah. No. Actually, I mean, I think you know, my first thought is, of course. The uh, famous Netflix show, Is It Cake, hosted by Mikey Day, is a delightful watch for people of all ages. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. Obviously, there's a internet culture of of slicing things and you know asking the big uh, question, is it cake? Mm-hmm. So I think this is like smart of Philadelphia cream cheese to like kind of get in on it. It does feel a little forced. But I do think I like the way that Philadelphia is sort of um, the way that the 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 photo shoot is art directed for this mm-hmm. particular mock-up and like the typography of it, it really does make Philadelphia cream cheese with the sort of silver wrapping paper yeah. and the sort of designer handbag and the nice serif typography here feel quite elevated and uh, feel quite fancy, which, you know, I, I think my family, uh, uh, the, the center's. You know, we we would go back and forth between Philadelphia and sort of more of a more like a ready whip, like a whipped cream mm. cheese. Um, but I think Philadelphia here is really establishing itself beautifully with the silver background and the blue type. And there's just something from a branding and design perspective that I think is really making me feel like this is some this is some high class shit here. And so 
I think I'm here for this. Cheesecake is everything. Yeah, Campaign. that's good. That's good fucking messaging. And I this, agree completely. Yeah, and this idea that like cream cheese is not just something you put on a bagel. Like it's part of cheesecake and it's part of these like sort of uh, wonderful dishes. But I do agree with what you're saying. The uh, Philadelphia cream cheese head uh, helmet or the head sort of a, a, a piece to wear at football games. The cream cheese head. The cream cheese head is fucking brilliant. Um, they do them in Buffalo. They have the Buffalo wing head. Yeah, which it's, not, it's, it's, it's not as pretty good. good. I need to see. I need to get some eyes on this. Not as good. Philadelphia as good. Uh, cream cheese head. I'll type with one finger and see if I can get it. Um, Kevin, wanna, should I check back in on the World Cup, see how sure. America's doing? Yeah, I guess one last thought on this is... Mm, still 1-0. That I remember last year, wasn't it? There were some supply chain issues around oh, cream cheese, yeah. and they were promoting people to not have cream cheese for, I think it was Thanksgiving. Okay. Maybe it was two years ago. I can't, I can't remember. But yeah. there was a campaign... That was trying to limit the the use of cream cheese for yeah for, for people, but I'm, now I guess they got it figured out, and there's ample cream cheese. So <laughs> cheesecake is everything. Yeah, I will say, thank God. Yeah, thank God we got past the supply chain issues of 2020. That shit, that shit is expensive. In 2021, though. it's expensive for for Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah, it's like five or six bucks a block here in New wow. York. I'm gonna be totally honest. This makes me want cream cheese. It just does. Like, and now I'm looking at the cheesecake cream cheese kit that Philadelphia has mm-hmm. uh, here on Amazon.com. Apparently, it's currently unavailable because it was so goddamn popular. And it's beautiful. Like, it, it basically is like a blue, an, uh, a gorgeous cobalt blue box with like silver type and a silver uh, sort of uh, ribbon on it. And then inside, I guess it has everything that you need to make sort of this handbag. Because I got to be honest, like, these, you know, if you watch Is It Cake on Netflix, it it, it does look like something you might want to try at home. Like I do think, like uh, I've been watching. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched. Uh, there's a glass blowing cla- uh, show called Blown Away on Netflix, mm-hmm. where people compete uh, to make you know sort of their best sculptures made out of glass. Makes me want to go take a, a glass blowing class. You should. Like, I think I'm gonna. And Jackie really wants to, so I, I, I'm I'm down for that. Should so, go up to Corning, New York. That's where I want to go. That's where that's yeah. where the show takes place. Do you know that? Yeah. Well, I've been to I've been to the museum. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think we're gonna go to the museum. Maybe take a class. And yeah, I think this is. Uh, I think so many people are watching Netflix. Like, I think that's like I I, I don't. Think what a hot take! <laughs> <laughs> I, Finally, I, someone says it. Yeah. People are watching Netflix, you guys, <laughs> and I think if I you, don't know if you know that or not. And if you're a brand, I would recommend tapping into where your brand can fit in. And if it's cheesecake and for the holiday season, you want to help people, it's a good gift. I think people, these these brands, like between sort Is of Is this like a good gift? I would not like The ranch thing, the cream cheese kit, like fucking Miller Lite thing is out. But like these are good gifts, I think, for people in your life that have very specific, uh, you know, interests. Sure. I, I don't particularly think I would want. Um, this cream cheese yeah. bag kit. Yeah. Um, and if anyone out there listening is planning on getting me a gift, please do not get me this cream cheese gift. <laughs> um, I will be mad, um, especially since I've said it on oh my on God. live podcasting. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. Maybe call me old fashioned, but uh, I don't really like a branded gift. Well, <laughs> everyone, let's be very clear. 
do not buy this fucking Kevin. Yeah. He's made it clear here on the podcast. <laughs> if you were thinking about it, you got to go and get something else because this is, it's not going to fly. Absolutely yeah, yeah. not for, do not under any circumstances get Kevin a, a, a novelty, a kit, kitsch, like fucking branded present. Yeah. He's dude. not here for that shit. <laughs> he doesn't want it. Um, Kevin, I think that's the show this week. Uh, next week, we're going after Newman and Turner Duckworth because uh, we're, we're going to let that one. We're going to let that one marinate for a little Newman. bit. Newman. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Newman. Uh, I got I got takes on that one and I, I don't want to have to rush it. But New- Newman's a new man. Newman is a new man. Thanks to Turner Duckworth. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, shout out to all the new listeners and all the new followers on, on our Instagram page. We see wow. you. We appreciate you. And happy holidays. Yep. Kevin and Alex. Great. See you next week. Peace. Let's go. Everybody rise up. Stand up. It's that time. Come on. We got Portugal. We got Mexico, France, England, Brazil, Belgium, Qatar, Germany, USA, Iran, Canada, Argentina, Australia. Croatia, Switzerland, Ghana, Japan, Uruguay, Morocco, Saudi Arabia, Ecuador, Wales, Poland, Sunzia, Cameroon, Serbia, Korea, Netherlands, Senegal, Costa Rica. Let's play football. World Cup. 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 It's time to play football. World Cup. It's time to play football. World Cup. Uh, uh
Y'all know who about to win? Cristiano Ronaldo, Portugal. Portugal versus Argentina. Ronaldo versus Messi. In the last stage, Ronaldo scores a free kick, and that's game, three to two. GG to all the rest of the countries, man. Brazil, you might win. Mexico, you're not winning. Switzerland, you have a chance. Uh, France, you might got a chance. England, you have a chance. Germany, might got a chance. USA, I don't know. But, hey, let's get it, man. It's that World Cup time, man. We out!